0: <clears throat> cool 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 cool. Starting in three, two, one. I'm Jeff, he's Brian,
1: and we have thirty minutes to review everything.
0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Review Everything, the podcast that dares to ask. How much do you care about Blu-ray? I'm joined today by the Internet's own, the Internet's darling, Jeff White. How's it going, Jeff?
1: Pretty good. I care about Blu-ray a little bit. I usually pick Blu-ray over DVD, but I don't really care too much about upgrading. I've only upgraded from DVD to Blu-ray a few times, so
0: yeah, I, I care a little bit. Uh, I remember when we used to haul a soundboard and a bunch of microphones into your old apartment in Kent. Mm-hmm. You had quite the collection of Blu-rays.
1: I do, yeah. If it's an older movie, or were those DVDs? Uh, there were DVDs and Blu-rays. Okay, but like if it's an if it's an older movie, I, I'm fine with DVD because it, it kind of fits the era in which it was filmed. You know, I don't feel
0: like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, usually the older stuff is on film, so they can like upscale that to a nice resolution for Blu-ray.
1: But, like the Godfather is a you know it's like, oh, it's a seventies movie. I don't feel like it has to be in high definition. it sort of fits
0: yeah, you know what I'm saying, I understand what you're saying, but probably the you're godfather not. the Godfather was shot on film, so like you mm-hmm. can they i'm sure there's a beautiful blu ray out there of that i do underst- I, I do understand what you're saying though i <laughs> I get it.
1: That that versus yeah. um, like uh, I don't know like it, like um, a high budget like a Star Wars like a new Star Wars movie I yeah, would right. definitely want to watch that in Blu Ray right
0: Yeah I get it I'm all about streaming man I've got a last year we bought a 4K television and it looks pretty oh, nice. really, and it upscales stuff to 4K too so like if you have like what? old 1080P content it upscales it really nice and and here's the thing. I only uh-huh. paid like, it's like 300 bucks for the TV and it's nice. What? Yeah. It's from TCL. Where'd you get it from? TCL, man. Now. Is that uh is that, is that a black market thing? TCL. No, they make, uh, they make Roku TVs. Oh, and, I love Roku. Oh, it's great. And I mean, it's a 43 inch TV. So I, I know you prefer like your 85 inch TVs or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, that's, we don't, that's about the, that's
1: about the size of what I have, I think.
0: We don't have a TV that, or a room that's big enough for an 85 inch TV, so we have a very modest 43 inch TV, and we are loving it.
1: 85 inch seems excessive. Well, I don't even, I don't even understand. Unless you have some sort of like movie theater room, kind of like a theater room, sort of a like why? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it seems a bit much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, what do we what do we have on? Uh, on the slate for today, Jeff?
1: Uh, well, we, on the last episode, we talked about Christmas gifts. This, uh, episode is all about, uh, New Year's resolutions. Um, I don't, I I don't know.
0: I do. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Um, I, all right. I'm going to give you a little, little timeline here. I would Mm -hmm. say when I was in college, I made New Year's resolutions. um, Mm -hmm. And then probably after a few years of marriage or something, I just decided to give up New Year's resolutions. Um, not, I'm not saying marriage had anything to do with that. I'm just saying that usually I would make a New Year's resolution and then give up on it about a month in. And I just kind of give up on everything. So uh, I do not. Uh, Katie and I have been big into doing what are we looking forward to in 2018. So Maybe, oh, I like that. That's yeah. a new twist. I it's like maybe it's maybe a little bit of a twist on it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I don't normally make resolutions. Um, uh, someone once told me, "Every this is really corny, but I it, I found that." Uh, well, okay, I'll be honest. It was my therapist that said it. <laughs> all okay, right? all right, all right. Going for a rough patch in my life. I went to see a therapist, and and it, we were talking about resolutions and and stuff like that and i said um i said i thought that they were stupid and she basically said you have to treat every day as an opportunity to make a resolution to change things in your life and i I like that as corny as it was as very like you could you could put that on a motivational poster in a gym and with a really cheesy background
0: I could see that hanging up in, uh, Michael Scott's office.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I was, I was encouraged by that at that point in my life where I wanted to change a lot of things. Um, that was, uh, I I found that to be very encouraging. So I've never, I don't know. I've, I've never looked at the coming new year as a, as an opportunity, but this year we, you know, we've been talking about, we talked on the last episode about board games and everything. Um, we have so many board games now to play, and I still have a few on my shelf that I've yet to play. So, um, before next Christmas, when when I will undoubtedly ask for more games, I would at least like to have played through the ones that I that I have. Learning a game is sometimes a bit of a chore, so um, so my my resolution is before Christmas, I'd like to have played through all my games.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's uh I mean that seems like an admirable goal, you know. How many you know, there was a time in my life where I was buying DVDs and like they just sat on my shelf like unwrapped. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: right. I think I, I still have a copy of Deer Hunter that at, <laughs> okay. at this point I think um I think I've had that for almost fifteen years and I still haven't watched it.
0: Okay. So uh so yeah you on that one. I actually went to pretty great lengths to sell or get rid of all of the DVD all of the physical like movies in my house. I don't have a Ever- single DVD, no DVD player. We're just really? done with it. Yep. Really. Even
1: Hold on a second. I but, either, but you still you still buy like you still like down like buy and download a physical like a, not physical but like something onto your account or a device or something like that.
0: Not really. All the DVDs that I had, I digitized them onto my computer, mm-hmm. so we just stream them using uh, Plex.
1: Plex is really nice. Plex is
0: great. Um, or if there's something we want to watch. We search for it on, on Netflix, get disappointed that nothing you ever want to watch is on Netflix, and then we'll just, you know, pay like two, yeah. or, th- two or three bucks to just rent it or something like that. Or, we just, or just go without.
1: We have Netflix, Hulu, and Prime, and between the three of those, there aren't a lot of movie options.
0: Isn't it crazy? Like TV's Maybe where it's work, at yeah. these days.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know, I, do, I I do appreciate the Netflix originals and some of the Hulu like like the when when I first heard that the streaming companies were going to start making their own unique content, I thought I thought stop stop don't just just show me the stuff that's already out there. But those are some of the best shows.
0: Oh, without a doubt, yeah.
1: So yeah, we we watch. I think we watch a lot more television shows than than movies anymore
0: undoubtedly yeah same here yeah hey what do you say we um what do you say we get into reviews for this episode let's do it okay here we go it's time for reviews all right well obviously it's time for reviews what do you have for us jeff well
1: in in the um uh, here's here's a here's a resolution here's a new year's resolution to tie it into the theme of the episode that i would like the world to um to undertake. Because my review is on handshaking. Okay. And let me I'll cut to the chase. I give handshaking a seventeen out of a hundred.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't
1: I don't like it. I don't like I don't like hand I don't know. I'm not I'm not germophobic. I'm not like I'm not one of these people who were refused to do it and make a big deal about it, but I I I think, like, I just don't like handshaking. I don't like it. I think that um, it's not very sanitary. I think about, oh, like, if you're in a meeting and you're shaking hands with 10 other people, like, everyone's shaking each other's hands, it's a lot of, oh, it's just a lot of germs. Yeah. And, uh, and and that's kind of weird. And then I hate, like, the, um, the kind of um, the social sort of alpha male politics behind it. Like i like I don't know if this works for women, but but you know like when you shake a hand with like a hand crusher, you know those guys that just freaking like- like they just wanna crush your your hand bones, yeah. And uh, and I guess it's like I, I don't know. Do you remember when um, the stuff about Trump was in the news about his whole handshaking? I, I was
0: I was just gonna say our very own president does this. He is just he does, ridiculous.
1: He'll grip it and then he like and I, you've seen you can see videos of him like jerking people around <laughs> yeah. and someone and this isn't a credible source or anything, but somebody on Reddit was saying that it's like this 80s power suit mentality.
0: Oh, I'm sure he we read were... it in an issue of men's health or something that, <laughs> yeah. you know, that is it was... <laughs> right. It's yes. It's a power. Like it's, it's a self-email thing.
1: Like yeah. I'm going to display my dominance over you. And it's so dumb because I think people our age just sort of roll our eyes at that. If anything, you just sort of, you think of that person as being a little stupid that, that they have to like do that thing. And then, and then similarly you have the limp hand people which is sort of off putting yeah and uh and so i hate I hate the politics behind handshaking. I think it's so silly and stupid uh so my but my suggestion is typically you want to simplify things right but but I think in this sense, if society just said this is the way it's going to be right now, it would be much better to add a a s another layer on the touch. Like the touch intimacy scale, right? Yeah. So like, I I think now it's like handshake, hug, kiss, and I think that you need to add fist bump up there on the front line. So so like basically in any situation where you would where it would be appropriate to handshake, I think we need to split that in half, right? Okay. So, so like like the the fist bump is now the formal version of the handshake. So when you're in a meeting or something like that or you're meeting someone for the first time, you give them a little fist bump. You don't know this person. You don't need to touch their Mm, sweaty hands. You know, I've I've been in enough bathrooms where I've seen people just take a pee and then walk out. Yeah. You know? Right. I don't want to be shaking everyone's hands. Right. And then the handshake becomes a more informal. The only handshake an informal handshaking situations
0: so like that from so from now on so so that's kind of diffusing the politics behind the handshake
1: yeah fist bump you just fist bump from now on now if you see a friend you might handshake with them like now today
0: well wait 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 i'm sorry hold on so what happens to the fist bump then
1: the fist bump is for formal occasions meetings. (laughs) so wait (laughs) Business. Well,
0: well, no, I I understand what you're saying, but okay. what happens? So the fist bump now is like an informal, like "sup, bro" kind of type thing. No, 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 what, no, is, no what is formal.
1: that? That's formal. I, fist bump is formal. I I understand you want to oh, make the fist oh, what bump formal.
0: What happens to the fist bump we have now?
1: You can still fist. It's like um, it's like watching HD on a Blu-ray player. You can still do that, right? But okay. you can't. You, but you can't. You can't go Blu-ray on a DVD player, right? So you can fist bump with anyone you want. Fist bumping (laughs) becomes appropriate in all opportunities. Okay. Handshaking now is only appropriate for formal or informal
0: situations. Okay, so they're flip-flopping.
1: Kind of, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. But I would take it a step further and say that from now on, like in a date situation, first date, and you know how it becomes kind of weird, like if someone's on a first date and it's going well, do you hug? Yeah. And then you go like the guy goes in for the hug, and the girl goes, "Ooh, no, no, thank you." It becomes now it becomes like you go in for the handshake, and that's that's a nice little point in the middle. No one can really you not really un, you wouldn't expect anyone to be uncomfortable with that, but but now um, now if you're the guy, right? feel like the date's gone well, you go in for the handshake, everything's good. And then if the the person you're on a date with decides that they don't want a second date, they can let you down nicely and and they don't have to go in for the hug and get rejected by the hug, right? Right. And then now, here's the thing, because I think this helps maybe women, is that if a guy goes in for the hug now under this system, it's like, whoa, hold on a second. You can't just bypass the handshake. You just skip the handshake. Now that's a social faux pas.
0: There's a uh have you seen the episode of Seinfeld about this where they um they put pictures of everybody up on the up on the wall in the apartment building and it's like the kiss hello thing. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is this is sort of like I, I feel like you want to simplify most things, but in this sense, I feel like there needs to be an extra layer there in between the, uh, uh, first date and the hug. Right. But now you can go in for the handshake. Whereas before, like now, if you would go in for a handshake at the end of a date, that's kind of like saying, you know, Hey, go, go pound sand, buddy.
0: <laughs> go pound sand. Go
1: pound sand. I'm yeah. trying to integrate that one into, the, in the conversation.
0: Uh, I'm still, it makes me sweat a little bit. Now hugging,
1: uh, hugging is good for, uh, intimate situations. Where you know the person a little bit more or a bro hug. I'm I'm in favor of the bro hug. As much as I don't really I'm not a touchy guy, I'm not a touchy feely guy. Yeah. I, there are a few people. I bro hug you. I love the I think, bro hug. Yeah, I think I think uh I think they're my closest man friends. I'll give them a bro hug. So so hugging's good bro hugs with your close friends and uh and people you're intimate with, and then and then <laughs> from now on I would say a kiss. I don't think you could kiss someone unless you would, uh, you'd get in the sheets with them. If you get what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. That's a, uh, take it easy.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I know some people would say, Whoa, come on, don't take kissing so, so serious, but I, I don't know. I think it's the germ thing. You know, I don't want to, I want to get your germs in my mouth unless I'm ready to really commit intimately with you on a, on a real personal level. Um, so I don't know. Kissing, Kissing, I feel like, would be the same. I think kissing, for the most part, would be unchanged. But uh, but I think adding the fist bump in with the handshake and the hug, I think it simplifies things. It makes, all of a sudden, the expectations are a little bit clearer of what's appropriate. And, uh, and I also really like the idea that I could be in meetings with people and not have to shake their
0: hands. Right. Yeah, I can get behind that. I think... Um... I th- I think uh, it- it's going to be a hard time to. I feel like it's a situation where we can't go back. You know, you need you almost need a different gesture than the fist bump. You know, since that's already cemented in people's minds. You know.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Like what if you what if you just like put both of your fists together, you know, and you just go hi. You know, you don't even have to touch somebody. You just put both of yours together.
1: Oh oh like a like a like a black power thing.
0: Is that a Black Power thing? Like you get like giving yourself the rocks,
1: Ah, man. Now I know what you're talking about this pound sand thing. Like sometimes you just go, "Hey, is
0: that is Uh, that racist? Yeah, maybe maybe
1: like maybe like uh uh what's another symbol? What's another symbol? You know what?
0: What about like finger guns or something? You know, like hey, pew pew, (laughs) yeah,
1: the little yeah. See, because this is what I like about this. That I I think whatever we decide. There needs to be a two-month grace period. Maybe three months. And then from that point on, if anyone goes to shake your hand and you don't know that person, like if someone at work goes to shake your hand, pound like give
0: Pounce. Like
1: yeah, that'd be like giving someone a hug at work. That's <laughs> you go to HR with that business right there, buddy. Get out of here. Get out of my office. Yeah. Okay. Um I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right about the about the fist bump. Maybe there needs to be like a I don't know something else, something maybe maybe you touch the back of your hands. (laughs) you put it, you put it as a fist. Your hands as fists, and then you kind of touch the back of each other's hands.
0: Oh, okay. I kind of like that. I can see that. Yeah, something like
1: that. It's a little. It's like a formal fist bump. Yeah. Okay. I can get there. Needs to be something. I just don't. I just. uh, I'm just done with the handshake, and I don't want to do it anymore.
0: It seems like this is mostly driven by. I don't think I knew this about you before, but you seem to be a bit of a germaphobe. Is this like a new thing that has developed in your life? I don't. Th-
1: no, I don't think I'm a germaphobe so much as I. I don't. I'm not. I'm just not touchy feely.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: I like hugging my wife. I like hugging my kids. I'll give a bro hug. Yeah. To those are very closest to me, uh-huh. and that's about it. And then, and then I feel like handshaking is just sometimes I'm just like, I just don't really want to do this. I don't really want to touch your hand. Why do we have to touch hands? I don't know you.
0: It is a very, it's, it's a loaded gesture. There's so, there's, there's so much that goes into it, you know, like, yeah, just like socially and politically. Like if you mess it up, you're screwed. If you, if you don't do enough pressure, if you, if you go too high or like, you know, somebody grabs too early and they grab your knuckles, like it's just a real problem.
1: Now here's the other thing too. You you wouldn't hold hands with a coworker that you're not dating. But for some reason we decide that if you if you hold their hand and shake it around a little bit, then that's all of a sudden that's fine. Yes. That's like that's like if you, you can't kiss your coworker, but if you put your mouths against each <laughs> other's and shake your heads around, then that's totally then they doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense we've we've just accepted that handshaking is okay and and I don't you know what I think it might not be
0: well as a society that is what we have decided so yeah it's hard it's
1: hard to tell everybody to go back i don't know how i don't can i make like a facebook post and just tell everybody look we're doing this from now on no we don't
0: we facebook. don't need any more facebook posts in the world
1: <laughs> is we, that not a great way of communicating uh,
0: I deleted my Facebook account.
1: I I gotta do it. Oh, I gotta do it. Oh, it's I, great! It for I I would say for the past two years, I've never once gone on Facebook, and that was a great decision. Oh, it's and I've I've yeah. gained something from that. I don't I don't know. Um. So so, anyways, that's my review. Handshaking seventeen out of hundred because I do I do understand that it uh there's a function behind it, and I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to uh
0: take that away from it. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. What do you got, Brian? Um well, similarly, or not similarly, uh I, I feel like we're both being um cr- curmudgeons in this episode. And <laughs> yeah. I think so in in Review Everything episodes of years past, you were def you and Jared were definitely both the curmudgeons and I think I have turned a corner to where I'm starting to do I'm starting to be that I I, um, I think I'm less earnest than I used to be uh, and right because you, you could say that in episodes of review everything in past years uh, mm-hmm. I was pretty pretty earnest about yeah things. I think so yeah mm-hmm. um, and people said that's what the magic of the show was I was earnest and you would basically just make fun of me the whole time
1: Yes, yeah. I, I. That was that was uh, the gimmick.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, we've got this terrible podcast now, and mm-hmm. um, this the is, worst out there. None the worse. Yeah, this is just where we're at now. So, I want to tackle a huge issue that is plaguing our society right now: uh, yeah. paper checks and what oh. to do with them when you receive one.
1: Uh, just yell at the. Just yell at whoever gave it to you. Exactly. Shame shame them.
0: (laughs) Publicly shame them, yes.
1: Shame them. Do you you see that Game of Thrones episode with
0: Cersei and the (laughs) shaming? Shame. Shame. Yes.
1: I'm not saying that's a good way to treat people. I'm just saying that if other people decided that's how to treat these people, I'm not saying that's okay. I'm not saying you should do it.
0: We could go in that
1: direction, though. Maybe that maybe that is the most appropriate way to, yeah. to go about it. I don't know.
0: So I I always have conflicted emotions when I receive a check, check from somebody. Because one, yeah. I am grateful that they have given me money. It's very nice. It's very nice. But it is a pain in the butt to figure out what to do with it. Because you either need to, <laughs> A, so there's three ways you can go. A, mm-hmm. you can take it to a bank and have them deposit it in your account. Yeah. Or you can go to the ATM, and there's some stuff that they'll do there. That's, what? That's option B. Is that a real th- what? At least, at least with me, I bank with Chase, so I can take it to a physical location. Uh huh. Which I've never. So our our mutual friend Ben Day manages a a physical bank branch.
1: He's I, he's big time in the banking industry. I, I
0: don't understand how he even has a job. Who's who's going to banks? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Who's going to banks yep. anymore?
1: You mean, you mean, oh, you mean who's physically going in the bank?
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: I, you know what? My wife still goes into a bank. Because you know how I take care of a paper check? I give it to Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, I don't know what you want to do with this, but yeah. do something with it.
0: So Yeah, she's, she still goes into the bank. Okay. Well, op- that's option A. Option B is okay. to take it, at least with Chase, I can take it to an ATM. And sign it and all that stuff, and just stick it in the ATM, and it'll—they'll wow. take it and add it to my account. Option C uh-huh. is I can pull out my phone and like take what? a picture of the check, and then it'll add that to my account.
1: This is crazy. I I've, sometimes I feel real old because you're telling me this, and I'm just—I can't believe it. Yeah, this has, this has been around. I—I th- I think I recall hearing that this was. Banks were starting to do these things.
0: It's been around. It's actually been around for a number of years, at least with Chase. You can use your yeah. smartphone, take a picture of the front and back of the check, and it'll add it to your account. Um, Wait, so so you could do that from
1: your phone in seconds, and what do, you, what do you feel inconvenienced by?
0: It's a bit of a longer process than seconds. Sometimes the lighting isn't right, or sometimes, <laughs> you know, they ask you to, like, take pictures of your check again or it's not a flawless process. Okay. It's um it is so that process isn't too bad, but it is putting a band-aid over a a a form of giving money to somebody that just shouldn't exist anymore.
1: I I think the argument for paper checks which I'm not personally arguing for, but I think people would say, w- when everything's digital, you, you, there's the opportunity for things to get stolen. Like people are less comfortable with that.
0: Well, if you're would, if you're dumb about it, then you sh- fine. Maybe you deserve but, that.
1: But I can make the argument: if someone writes you a paper check, you could lose it. Someone could steal it. I, I don't know that a paper check is somehow safer or or more secure it it's just i think i think some people mostly people of a certain age are just more comfortable with that because that's the way they've done everything there was a time where the generation before them were really uncomfortable with the idea of checks because they just wanted and really uncomfortable with the idea of banks because they just wanted the cash in hand right you know what i mean like like i i agree with you i i feel like your money's never going to be 100% safe and whatever's most convenient for me is what I would rather do. And by the way, if you don't have a I'm hijacking your review. Yeah. If you that's don't, fine. if you don't. You don't have to balance your your checking account all the time. There's less there's oh, less Yes. There's and less to take care of.
0: Yeah. Well, here's okay, so couple couple of notes here. One, my mother sent me a text message yesterday She was like, hey, you need to cash that check That grandma and grandpa gave you for Eleanor's birthday And I was like, what are you talking about? We did that months ago So they're still doing that Which, that's fine That's just what you did back then I don't have, to- I don't have time to balance my checking account Like, I just, I just look in my statement And if something looks weird I just, I go, hey, what's going on here? And that's never been a thing.
1: I, I haven't, um, I haven't balanced a checkbook since 2004.
0: Yeah, I don't, whatever. Maybe it's a good way to make sure you're not getting taken for a ride or something, but it's not been a problem.
1: Uh, I, I, my eyes were opened up to this by a friend of the show, Scott Kelly, who, um, I asked him what, uh, what he did to keep track of his money. And he said, um, mint.com i think yeah. i think was this was this was back in the uh the grape calls podcast days yeah i was on the old grape calls podcast he had me on as a guest with scott and uh and this came up and it, it I, like it hit me i'm like wait a second i don't i don't need, i had i had stopped balancing my my uh uh banks you know i i'd, I'd stopped doing all that stuff for a while and i felt kind of guilty about it like i was being irresponsible and then Scott just mentioned how you know everything's digital, blah blah blah, and I was just like, oh wait, I'm, this is this makes total sense to do it this way.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And um, I don't know. I think um, if you it, like, if you budget reasonably, you don't have to worry about it. You know, like you just need to know where your money's going.
1: Yeah, you get. You definitely can't be. Uh, Gunslinging your money all over the place.
0: Gunslinging your money, yeah. <laughs> you like that? That's good. So, okay, so this takes me to another point. Mm-hmm. If you want to give money to somebody that is not cash, because I don't carry, no, nobody carries cash anymore. No. So what do you do? So you can use apps like uh, the Cash App from Square, uh, the people mm-hmm. who do, like, independent... Uh, like credit card transactions at like coffee shops and stuff. They also have an app for sending money personally to people and that works flawlessly. It's great. Or you can use like Venmo or something like that, but that's powered by PayPal and I don't like PayPal. So go for the cash app. It works.
1: Cash app. Yeah. I I got, I got to get this. I got to get this. I don't, most of the people I'm trading money with are family And, uh, and they are, they're in, they're in the check, you know, uh, they, they write checks and they're not going to stop, but I, I think, uh, I think occasionally I would have use for this app.
0: Yeah. It's nice. The, so they monetize by the way it's monetized is that you can pay a small fee for the money to be added to your account instantly, or Mm. you can just wait like two days and it's, Two or three days and it gets added to your account for free so and that's kind of the same way a check like a check works too like it takes time for a check to hit your banking account
1: yeah that's not instant
0: so it's the same thing like it's great
1: it's not instant and you're paying for the physical checks
0: now what about bitcoin <laughs> Do we, can, I, can i get physical bitcoins to give to people
1: I thought, you know what? I was confused. I thought it was a physical thing. I think I read something where people, this is a callback to a previous episode. I think I read something, the more I was thinking about it, I I think I read something where people were physically transferring probably like a, a, a disk or some sort of file that had the Bitcoins on them.
0: Yes, 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 yes. You could perceivably do that. You can take your Bitcoin wallet, Stick it on mm-hmm. a USB drive and all of a sudden that's you know a USB drive worth twenty thousand dollars or whatever
1: I've tried to go in the uh, cryptocurrency subreddit and try to figure out what people are talking about and it all feels like a different language
0: oh it's it's all insane yeah so you know if you want to uh, put a bunch of your money into something that's not FDIC insured then sure go you know go for it go for it yeah why not all right uh let's see here what do we have next uh future reviews this is a new segment Ooh, let me um let me play something for this uh okay here i'll do do that's pretty neat there we go it was just that's pretty neat oh that is pretty neat yeah uh
1: so future reviews brian this is a segment we're gonna review something together and it's something that we haven't uh we're basically reviewing uh, whether or not we think we're going to like this thing that isn't available yet. Um and the <laughs> we're
0: on the bleeding edge here.
1: I think I think there's a big audience for this. Okay. I really do. Okay. Um I think this is a very valuable opinion and people are on on pins and needles waiting to hear what if we think we're going to like the Avengers Affinity War. Affinity War or Infinity Wars?
0: Do you know uh i would i would think since it's since they're saying it's uh an an infinite war there could be many wars within that infinite war Mm -hmm. so i would say infinite wars infinity war infinity wars yeah
1: i think it's war okay we could Google it right now, but uh, I'm not kind of... <laughs> yeah,
0: it's cheating. Gonna... Yeah.
1: So, have you watched the trailer for this? Uh,
0: no. <clears throat> and I hate to... I really hate to kind of be a uh, Debbie Downer oh, here. No. Oh, no. I actually really don't care about Marvel stuff.
1: When's the last Marvel movie? What's the last Marvel movie you've watched? I've, were you watching uh, them chronologically
0: for a certain uh, point? No. I wow. think... Uh... I th- Honestly, if I'm being straight up honest here, Jeff, I think yeah. the last Marvel film I saw was the original Avengers. That's not that bad.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? I'm not too far behind you. That, that, first, that first phase, I watched all the movies from that first phase. Yeah. Well, that was the two Iron Mans, Thor, Captain America, Hulk.
0: I watched, uh, out of those, I watched Iron Man.
1: And those th- those individual movies were all okay. They weren't great. They were all okay. I thought Adventures yeah. was great. It, Adventures was really really good. Yeah. Um, and from that point on, I watched. Uh, uh, what what's what's the space one? The Oh Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy.
0: I I I'm
1: sorry. That was, I watched that seen it
0: and loved it. It felt that like it felt really like good. the best Star Wars movie before The Force Awakens came out.
1: It was really, it was really, really good. I watched Doctor Strange. It was fine. I had it on in the background while I was doing other stuff. Um, I uh, I watched Captain. I watched the new two newest Captain Americas. I think. I don't know. It gets a little hazy in there. I haven't watched the second Avengers though. This is how far behind I am.
0: Well, I just feel like there's way too. There's just so much going on. Like it's too much. It's too this much. Is, yeah.
1: It's it's too much. I think the new Thor looks pretty good, but so I've kind of I've kind of soured on the Marvel movies. They're whatever. I did I did recently watch the second Guardians of the
0: Galaxy, which I thought was was really good. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. Um. It's the the the. I can sum it up like this: the Marvel stuff. Um, I don't go out of my way to seek, but every time I've watched it or somebody's asked me to go to the movie theater to watch it with them, I've really enjoyed it.
1: I don't think I've ever it's been walked f- away from one hating it.
0: Yeah, it's been fine.
1: Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you're fine. The 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 trailer for the new one, new Avengers movie? It looks great. It looks really it looks really, really good. Either this is gonna be a really great movie. Or the trailer for it's going to be going to be one of the greatest trailers of all time.
0: <laughs> who's I, who's I, directing it? Do we know? I have no idea. Okay.
1: No, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Joss Whedon's doing this one. Oh, that's a shame. Um, every as far as I could tell, every character that's still living from all of the movies will be in this one. Um it's it's hitting though all of those like goosebump points you know you know the that thing in the trailer that happens where you go oh my god i gotta watch this now it's like <laughs> yeah it's like hitting all those like four or five of them it's just hitting all those beats perfectly um maybe the movie will just be fine you know maybe it'll be like like a typical marvel movie where you go okay maybe maybe they're milking this a little bit too much but uh but at least the trailer looks like good epic fun. And I feel like, and, and maybe this is kind of like how we're getting a little cynical as we get older. Yeah. I feel like since I was a teenager, I've been getting hyped up for these big epic movies. And after a certain point, you get diminishing returns. Not, you can't watch three epic movies and be blown away by three every year.
0: Right. Which is what is always, um, there's a lot of people out there who like to do like Lord of the Rings marathons and Star Wars marathons. And I, I just, I can't do it. It's too much. Oh,
1: I got, I got, I got too many important things too. Uh, Not really. Aside from, aside from parenting stuff, I have no important
0: things. (laughs) I get, uh, I just kind of get, um, would out, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. Like sometimes I'd rather watch something more mellow or, or we were talking about how TV's better now. You can watch these huge stories in these smaller compartmentalized chunks, which is sometimes just I don't know, it's more manageable and, and it helps with pacing. But but in this sense, in this sense, with the, with the Avengers movie, why I'm so hopeful with this is I don't I can't remember when that first Iron Man movie came out. But the fact that they're including just about every major and semi major character it appears in this movie, it feels like there's been a slow, gradual build up to this this one really cool movie. And I I, I don't know that it's gonna be a great movie, but I think it's gonna be a pretty cool movie. All right. <laughs> you know, you know
0: what I mean? Here's here's okay. I think this thing's going to be a big fat turd. Here's why. Ah, Okay. Here's why. Um, Mm -hmm. One, remember Spider-Man three. Okay. (laughs) That was terrible. Way too many things going on there. Yeah. But there was also some just in general, like really bad writing. Um, Number two, I think that there's, and this happened with the Gilmore girls reboot I think there's going to be some people who are just going to be real bent out of shape about not not getting the movie they wanted, right? Like that's what some people right. didn't like about the Last Jedi, is they got a movie that didn't go the way they were thinking, and just are totally blind to the fact that it's still a great movie, just not what you wanted.
1: I I agree with that. Yeah, that wasn't a great movie, but I think I think a lot of people hated it because it wasn't what they wanted.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think it's real easy to do that with these movies that just have, I just feel like there's so many, um, there's a lot of, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. There's a lot of, um, it's just a very loaded movie. You know, there's a lot of nerds really counting on this thing.
1: I I remember um, a friend of mine, Larry Longstreth. He's made some movies. Go Google him. <laughs> okay. Go Google Larry Longstreth. But but Larry is you know I mean he's 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 made movies. He's he he um I I've always valued his opinion because he's actually made them and uh, and and everything and um so so he understands what what kind of goes into it. I feel like he's. Anticipated shortcomings of movies ahead of time, and he's been he's been right a lot of times. But I remember that before the first Avengers movie, he said, "There's too many characters; they're not going to be able to balance everybody." Exactly, and yeah, and I I think in that case they did a really really good job of balancing everybody. It was a really carefully made movie. Yeah this this one has like ten times as many characters, and and that that is one thing I'm worried about because. In the trailer, they make a big point of how the Guardians of the Galaxy will join everybody. And I feel like a lot of people have been waiting for that. I'm sitting there thinking, like, how much of the actual movie are they going to be in versus how much people want them to be in?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you how do you balance that?
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm optimistic. And and i think even if it's kind of bad it'll still be fun and cool but it may not live up it may it may not stand the test of time you know what i mean it may be like a few years later where you just go yeah i'm never watching that again like why would
0: i yeah yeah i don't know we'll see i um i'm sure i'm sure it'll be great and everyone will love it and I think you said it really well. These movies are very carefully made. And I think because of that, like, you know, we can expect action and, you know, these, these hot, you know, these funny moments and it'll be an ultimately pretty predictable movie, I think. And I think yeah. I, I'm it's like, some, like
1: someone's going to die, right? Like Iron Man or yeah. Captain America, like someone's getting like Captain America is probably getting killed off. Sure.
0: That's fine. I, I'm, I'm way more excited about, just movies that are new and just taking new chances and stuff we don't know yet. I'm I'm getting real burnout on the giant franchises.
1: Right. Yeah. I I'm I'm with you. Like I got, I dig the Star Wars movies. I get excited for those, but I think I yeah, I would rather see something that I hadn't seen before. You know what? Real real quick, because I don't want to take up too much more time uh Twin Peaks did their their return to television after 25 years. And they had season 3 on uh on Showtime last summer. Uh-huh. And I was a recent fan. I started watching around like last May or so. And uh and it was it was really good. I really liked the first two seasons and the movie that came out immediately after the second season. The the season 3 is amazing because it did something totally different than really anything else in the series. It really was a thing of its own. I mean, it still fit into the story and everything. It didn't feel like they abandoned the story, but it took a ton of risk. And, and that's what made it so good. Had they played it safe and it's a David Lynch thing. I don't, David Lynch doesn't play anything safe. Right. But if, if he would have played it safe and just made a movie that hit all or a TV show that hit, all of those same notes from the original to make you feel good and to give you warm fuzzies, it would have been, you would have gotten a few episodes in and you would have gotten totally bored with it. Right. So, so yeah, I, I agree with you. The stuff that resonates with me are things that are doing different stuff in a different way. I, I I would rather see something that I've never seen before versus the same thing.
0: That, That was the, I'll say this, and then we'll move on. That was the issue that I had with the newest season of Game of Thrones. It's like, oh, oh, more shocking things are happening, and nothing really actually happens in that show. Dude, I'm with you on that. I'm I'm so tired of Game of Thrones. Like, oh, people die and, shocking things. Like, Great. I, I'm pumped
1: about about everything ending, but but once they once they
0: went past the books, yeah.
1: It, it really went into this territory of just doing the same I mean, my, stuff.
0: my goodness, how long has winter been coming for? You know, like, how long have they been da- dangling the <laughs> yeah. carrot of those stupid White Walkers in front of us? Like, for crying out loud. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, <sighs> and there's no, I was real...
0: there, there's no character development anymore. Like, there's zero character development.
1: I was real disappointed with the last season, but, you know... We'll see. We'll do do a comprehensive Game of Thrones review sometime. We should.
0: We should. Um, With that said, we are way over time, and we need to get the flip out of here. So I'm going to play our polka song here. Let's do it. Whoa! Real loud.
1: Uh, Hey, Brian. Yeah. Uh, Today, I am recommending that you throw out your stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Throw it out, Brian. Just like a bathroom break. A nice bathroom break. It feels great to purge the needless crap from your home. When it's your, Whether it's your dried-up ballpoint pens or David Spade DVDs, you don't need it anymore, and you'll feel so much better getting rid of it. So just, just throw out the stuff in your house. Your
0: David Spade DVDs. Yeah, that's probably yeah, I, true.
1: I think there are a lot of Joe Dirt DVDs out there that, <laughs> that people don't need anymore.
0: Yeah, and that's not even bringing Joe Dirt 2 into it.
1: <laughs> they, oh, they did make one, didn't
0: yeah. they? Oh, yeah. Woof. Uh, I forgot closing recommendations again, so I'm just going to pick something off my desk here. Uh, mm-hmm. The I have in my hand here the Leatherman uh, Skeletool. It's everything mm. you love about a Leatherman multi-tool. You know what I'm talking about? No. The Leatherman multi-tool that kind of like folds out and it's got like a knife and pliers and, you know, all sorts of stuff in it. Uh, this is meant to be just the bare essentials, you to carry in your pocket every day, and I do. It's got a knife that you can access from the outside, a pair of pliers, and um, a couple of screwdriver bits. And it's just real small, compact, and has come in handy in my life so many times. So there you have it, very, folks. Very nice. Very nice. What is that retail at? Uh, you can find that at your uh, local big box uh, home improvement store or if you're savvy like jeff and i amazon.com okay
1: how much how much is that going to set you back
0: uh i think i bought mine for like 30 bucks maybe that's well, not bad it's also you got know how a, much... it's got a bottle opener built into it as well essential Ooh, i've been looking for a good bottle opener
1: uh you know you know how much throwing out your stuff costs <laughs> how <laughs>
0: nothing. much nothing
1: nothing just your, just your time you didn't ask me but i want to throw that out there
0: and you can take that to the bank. Uh, That's right. Any closing thoughts, Jeff? Before we get out of here?
1: Uh, no. A hey, much more board game talk in the future. I'm not done. It's, we're going to really ramp it up over the next <laughs> few episodes.
0: Okay. We're going to ramp it up. That's right. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Well, I don't have any closing thoughts, so we're just going right. to Listen to this and Let's get up. out of here. Let's get out of here. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.